It's that time. It's Saturday Night Live. Yeah. All right. It's Saturday. <laughs> and I do have a special request to make. So I'm going to make sure I do that. I got my little dance going. All nice and pumped up. And we're going to talk about where the planets are tonight because uh, there is something going on. There is something going on. So let's talk about that, okay? All right. So the first thing I'm going to do is, well, I'm going to pull up where the planets are in the night sky. Where are they today? I know there's been something going on because I just got off the phone with my daughter and she was talking about it and I was whining about it and I think it's affecting a lot of people. I think a lot of people are being affected. So I'm going to go into that. Let's see what's going on. So I'm over here at astro.com right now. Oh, oh, well, okay. All right, then I see exactly what's going on. Okay, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, let me make sure first. I've got got my uh, I don't even have my uh, my my poor microphone. Gosh, it was way over on the chair. Bless my microphone. Can you hear me now? Okay, okay. So here's what's going on. Because <laughs> there's a lot going on in the night sky, you guys. A lot going on in the night sky. Okay. So as of right this moment whew. okay as of this moment and let me just make sure because i haven't even checked but let me just make sure i just make sure okay as of this very moment <laughs> the sun the sun is at five degrees of libra five degrees of libra any libras out there happy birthday libra i've got a special going on by the way I think it's on this page. You might be able to find it somewhere. But uh, if you're a Libra and it's your birthday, I've got a special code. It's Libra9. Libra9. Because uh, it's 2019. Libra9. So if you go to the website, astrologyalookinside.com and purchase a future prediction reading, you can take 15% off by putting in Libra9. Okay? All right. My special for you, Libras. Happy birthday. Okay, so the sun is at five degrees of Libra, and uh, that is, well, it's actually technically opposed Chiron, which is at three degrees of Aries, but it's not, you know, it's, the worst of it is over. Uh, over the last couple of days, I think some people may have been feeling that. I know I have. It's been really strange, and... Uh, the funny thing about Aries and Libra is, well, Libra is a sign that represents balance, right? What's fair, what's just, what's balanced, what's equal, the give and take. Um, a lot of time it deals with relationship issues. It deals with uh, partnerships, marriages. Uh, it can rule open enemies. And so this could be a time when some people are finding out exactly who their enemies are. That, that is happening too. Now, the funny thing about Libra is Libra is ruled by Venus. And so it's, it's almost like, um, 
don't want to say it's a romantic time, but it could be, okay? Because love and Venus and partnerships and being with someone else and talking with someone else and flirting with someone else, these are very important things right now. Maybe even establishing who your significant other is, that type of thing, and all the things that have to do with relationships, all of that is important right now. Um, the moon is at 10 degrees of Libra right now. So that means over the course of the day, it, it was actually, the sun was conjunct the moon like today. And it is, the day was the day of the new moon in Libra. Yeah, this was the day, the 28th. And so whatever that new moon in Libra was, whatever that feeling was, now I could tell you what my daughter said. So I was talking with my daughter and I want you to, I'm going to premise this by saying that for a Capricorn person, you know, Libra is the 10th house. So that would be dealing with issues that have to do with authority and things of that nature. And I was really complaining and bucking against some authority, you know, how you have to report, how much you make and what you do. And, you know, all these things were coming up on that time. And I've got the file for my tech, uh, my new license for the state, and I haven't done it. And, you know, all this stuff, this is the stuff that we were talking about. And then my daughter was saying how there were other people who were contacting her about things like life crisis, like, you know, the weighing the balance of life and, you know, good and evil. And, you know, should I do this? Shouldn't I do that? Should I, should I leave this job? Shouldn't I stay in this job? And, you know, why am I making money? I mean, all of these different things were up. It was like the questions. It's the ambiguousness of Libra. Libra is the most ambiguous of all the signs. In other words, it really doesn't know if it's coming or going. I think a lot of us really don't know if we're coming and going right now. And I can really say that. Truly. Oh my gosh, I just lost my longest fingernail. I just lost it. It's gone. I felt something and I was like, wait. It was so long. A couple of minutes ago, you probably saw it. It was this long, I swear. Anyway. <laughs> That's Libra. Libra also rules things like beauty and, you know, like if you are into your fingernails and things like that, it's a very beauty oriented sign. It is ruled by Venus. And so just be aware of that today. You may see people swinging on that pendulum of life from one to the other, from happy to sad, from, you know, healthy to not healthy, from loving you to not loving you, like all of that in a matter of minutes. It could, you know, that swinging back and forth is very big right now and especially today. And with it being a new moon, uh, you can expect this vibe to hang around for the next couple of weeks. So the full moon occurs on the 13th of uh, October. And until we get to that full moon in Aries, this ambiguous feeling this, like, uh, uh, like you're weighing, like, should I, shouldn't I? Should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? Do I really like that or don't I like that? Does he like me or doesn't he like me? Should I wear that dress or should I wear this dress? Do you know, all of that. It's, we're second guessing ourselves, third guessing, fourth guessing, fifth guessing, you know, that type of thing. Mercury is also in Libra. So it's at 23 degrees of Libra, and it is, um, well, you know, it's, it 
it's elite rock. <laughs> it's not really making much of a angle to anything at the moment. Now that 10 degrees, by the way, of the moon, well, that was square the, no the North Node at 13 degrees of Cancer. And really, technically, I guess you could say it was square Saturn, which is at 14 degrees of Capricorn. So that Libra was the prettiest of Libra. And the Mercury at 23 degrees um, is square Pluto at 20 degrees of Capricorn. So Capricorn is, you know, the Pluto is retrograding. So they're, it's going toward an exact square. So, you know, just be aware about um, communications. I think with a square from Mercury to Pluto like that, especially when you're talking about Venus, which is diplomacy and uh, you know, negotiations and being able to see both sides of a situation. And Capricorn, uh, Pluto is kind of like the darkness. <laughs> the darkness. You know, the authority just like, slam it down cut and dry it's done you know so be aware that you know the airy lightness of mercury and libra and the heavy darkness of pluto and capricorn are going to like butt heads and just be aware that there may be two different mind thoughts you know going on and you could definitely hit a bump with you know someone most likely an air sign and an earth sign <laughs> You can see that happening. Venus is at 18 degrees of Libra as well. So I, I just want to, in case you didn't pick this up, we have the sun in Libra, the moon in Libra, Mercury in Libra, Venus in Libra. There's a whole lot of Libra going on. That means there's a lot of ambiguousness. It could be that you might have had plans and the plans didn't work out exactly as you planned it. Or you might have, you know, you, like I was supposed to start at seven, but I again could not get into the group. So I was like, I need to find another option. And I thought, oh, I know what? I seem to be able to go on pages live. Why don't I go onto the page instead of the group? And look, I was able to do that. And that's what I mean. It's like either or, you know, back and if it just, you're weighing it. Like you're looking at options. This is option time. Okay. Just be aware of that. Now, uh, Jupiter at 17 degrees of Sag, um, well, that is actually sextiling that Venus and Libra right now and almost exactly. I can see some people falling in love tonight. Oh, I don't know why I just thought about that, that Usher song about love on the dance floor or whatever. Remember that song? That, that could be happening for some people tonight. This is one of those new love. I can see a lot of new loves getting started tonight. A lot of new loves. Mm, mm, mm. So if you're going out and flirting, uh, that could lead to something. Just saying, this is the night. Okay, and also uh, that Jupiter and Neptune, you know, they just made their last exact square, I think, of the year. And so that's good to know. The 17 degrees in Jupiter and 16 degrees and 48 minutes of Neptune. So, you know, they could be a little over-exuberant. But again, I keep thinking you're, someone's getting lucky tonight on the way to get lucky. Someone's getting lucky. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know why. Somebody's getting lucky. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, good luck to that. Saturn at 14 degrees of Capricorn is um, opposed that North Node in Cancer. Uh, they're almost exactly opposed. Like, And again, you know, since I have my son at 14 degrees of Capricorn, it's nothing like having Saturn sitting on your son 
in the North Node opposing it. So I guess, you know, the fact that I'm making this video, I've got my makeup on, I'm smiling, I'm, I'm reaching out to others. That means I am working through this Saturn. I'm working through this. See, I didn't hide away in my little dark hole. I put my makeup on and put my clothes on, came out here and shook my butt. That's what I'm talking about. That is the North Node in the sixth house for me. That's North Node and Cancer reaching out to others. And I'm telling you, even for people who are going through that cancer issue of cancer, the Libra issue, like the flip-flopping, the secret to finding the solution is to do the Taurus, the Taurus, and we'll talk about that in a minute, the Cancer North Node thing, the Cancer North Node thing. And the Cancer North Node thing, Cancer wants us to be loving and caring and nurturing and giving and understanding of other people and um, to show a little emotion and compassion in the things that we're doing. And so if we do that instead of, you know, the cold, distant thing, I think we're going to be okay. So remember that, guys. Just remember, it, when in doubt, you know, live through your heart. You know, that cancer is uh, living with their heart and, and living um, with emotion and not hiding that away. And so that could be hard for some people. But I think when the sun and moon and Mercury and Venus are all in Libra, it's telling us the love to live with our heart, the love, to give love, to receive love, to find love. It's that time. Okay. So I had mentioned Uranus and Taurus, and Uranus is retrograde in Taurus. It's going to be there until January. But the funny thing is with Uranus at five degrees of Taurus and the sun at five degrees of Libra, they're both emanating love. They're both ruled by Venus. Uh, you know, they're co-rulers and they're both at five degrees and 40 minutes. Like now, that is not a mistake. I'm telling you, someone's getting lucky tonight. I don't know who it is, but yeah, good luck. That's how you know. <laughs> oh, I love that kind of stuff. Anyway, you guys, this has been Adrian. This is my take on what's going on in the night sky this evening. And, you know, talking about, you know, people who are, um, um, who is that? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I was thinking looking for his horoscope. So I have someone who had reached out to me to get their horoscope done this week. And so I am definitely going to do that for him. And uh, let me go ahead and pull that up. So we are about to see. And I wonder if I've got him in here. So. Before I do that, let me just make sure if he's here already. If not, he's provided his birth data. Because I'm going through the horoscope vault of activity. I see his little face, his little face, his name <laughs> there. So let me just check and make sure that birth data is different or the same. That could be why he gave me new birth data. Let's see. Yeah, 6 p.m. That's what I had. Okay, so we've got the correct birth data here. Okay, so let's go forward. We're talking about it. Aries with a Capricorn moon and Libra rising. Wow, that's a lot of a lot of different uh, angles going on. So we're going to be looking at the. Uh, let's see. Here we go, natal transits and progressions. 
going to use default. I'm going to put in the part of Fortune, Vertex, Lilith, Chiron, Ceres, Pallas, Juno, Vesta. Let's see what we get. Okay, so looking at this horoscope, I'm going to actually pull it up so you guys can look with me. I always like doing that, so you don't think I'm just running on at the mouth and I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, so here, here is that chart so we can look at it together. Okay, so this is Corey's chart. What an amazing little chart this is. And this is a person who's been, he's re reached out to me several times. Um, and I am really honored, by the way, Corey, um, that you felt that you could reach out to me, um, especially in moments where I could tell he was bouncing off the wall over <laughs> someone he was falling in love with and he just needed to be talked down. And the fact that he reached out to me, well, I'm touched by that, by the way. I just want you to know that. And I was just looking here to figure out why he felt this that he could reach out to me and tell me about his love issues, you know, from miles away. And when I see this, I'm noticing that he's got his progressed moon in Taurus exactly on mine. My moon is at 17 degrees and, uh, and his progressed moon, if you see here is 16 and 59, almost 17 degrees. So he felt, oh, and his moon is on my ascendant as well. So he felt that he, I was someone he could reach out to and, and talk to you about these things. Look at all this Taurus. Look at that. He's got his progress sun in Taurus, his progress moon in Taurus, progress Mercury in Taurus, progressed Mars in Taurus, and uh, his natal Mars and natal Venus. Wow, he's got his Mercury right on his natal Venus. So yeah, no wonder he felt like he needed to reach out to someone over the phone and talk about his love life with his, Mar his Mercury on his natal Venus. Like that's, that's crazy. So he's got some issues and they're and this, look at this, look at this here. This is someone who has openly admitted, said that he felt that he couldn't find love um, somehow. And this is that there, uh, Chiron, the wounded healer on Venus at birth. So it's that feeling of, I can't find love. And one of the things I want you to do, Corey, immediately is to start giving yourself mantras and saying things like, I have love. I, love finds me. Um, I am loving. I am caring. I have some memes with my little face on it that says things like, I am love. I am loving. I am caring. I am giving. Love comes to me. I mean, things like that. And somewhere I think I also have um, some affirmations. I might send that to you, Corey, because that's what I think this is all stemming around is this internal thought pattern that you are not lovable or that you cannot get love, but you are. You have to believe that, okay? The other thing is that you were born with a stellium in the seventh house. So what, what, when I see someone with their sun and, and their Vesta and their Mercury and Mars and Verde all there in the seventh house and Uranus going through it by transit right now, and that is that frantic call, I can't get anyone to love me. If she doesn't love me, I'm, that's it, that's it. No, it's not it, okay? And although the person you love was an Aries, I don't know if that was the one. So you have to respect that might not be the one. Doesn't mean you're not lovable. It just means that that one might not love you. 
but your ability to love and be loved is still there. And I really believe it's true. And I really believe you're going to have love because look at this Venus progressed up in the ninth house, going toward your midheaven, going toward that nerve node in cancer. You're going to find love, my friend. You just have to hold on and believe that it's coming because it is. You just have to believe in it. And the right one will come along. I believe that. And I believe it will be a deep, committed relationship. The moon, the sun, Mercury, Mars, and Taurus in the eighth house. That's someone that you can be, be able to talk to, communicate with. It's coming. Now, it may be a little weird now because Uranus is going through your seventh house. So, yeah, your partner might be weird. You might not have a partner. All, all the weirdness there, right? But it doesn't mean it's the end all. It just means you may have to wait a year or two. Uh, also, just be aware that communications might be a little weird. You've had Saturn going on in Capricorn in your third house of communications all year. So communicating might have been weird. You might have been saying things and you might have felt like they couldn't understand what you were saying. Uh, you do have Jupiter on or has been near your own natal Jupiter, which is retrograde at birth. So communications, uh, you know, in general, you like communicating, you've been doing it, but it may be that with Neptune there, not everyone can understand what you're trying to get across. So just be aware of that. Don't take it personally and just understand that you might have to explain yourself once, twice, Thrice. I said that to someone's reading in a reading the other day. And this is something with this Neptune in the communication house that really does affect you. Now, also, I, this is something I can't avoid seeing this either. You know, Pluto is at 28 degrees of Libra in your chart. Oh, excuse me. And we have, uh, you know, Pluto's been going around between like 24 and 20 degrees of Capricorn, which is square that, and that's your first house. Not to mention the fact that at this very moment, Saturn is square your ascendant, and the North Node is square your ascendant. They're right here. They're setting it up right here. Look at this. Cancer, 14 degrees. The North Node is sitting almost exactly on it. Saturn at 14 degrees, almost right at your, your down here at your, um, your IC. So I think you've got a lot of life changes going on. And really, I do believe that um, you could even have a change of residence coming, really. But not so much. It, it could be that you're just solidifying that or could become a little bit more difficult. You got Saturn going into the fourth house and Pluto's there. So there could be some power issues there at home as well. I really want you to be aware of that right now. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, and your son, your son is actually part of this this, it's actually making a, a grand square. So let me tell you where the grand square is, okay? Your ascendant at 12 degrees. Saturn is at 14 degrees right now in, in uh, Capricorn. And the North Node is at 13 degrees in Cancer. And your sun is at 15 degrees of Aries at birth. This is a grand square. Life is not easy right now, Corey. Please be aware of that. I wouldn't push for um, commitment or, or anything with anyone right now. And I would work on whatever internal issues I needed to work on for my life, especially with your home life and 
uh, issues going on with your personal self. And yeah, the partnership is there, but if that's not the right one, don't force it, okay? One of the other things I think you had mentioned is that you felt that some people only wanted you because of your money. And I wanted to say that could be true. So I want you to be actually very cautious with your money um, because you've got your progressed descendant in your second house of what you have. And so some people might just see you as a way of getting money and not see you. And you don't want that. So make sure you test each person uh, to make sure that they're real and that they're sincere and that they're just not trying to roll you for your money. Okay. I don't want your, your eagerness for a partner and your eagerness for love to overtake your sense of, you know, just your senses in general. I really want you to stay on top of that. Okay. All right, Corey. Well, this has been my take on your little horoscope. There, of course, is so much more going on. There's a lot going on. I think your progress MC is in your 11th house. I think you can get your hopes and dreams and wishes met, but you just need to take this time during this T-square or this grand square, actually, to um, just sort through different things in your life. And I really would love to do a reading with you, a professional reading. So if you would like to do that, reach out to me and um, we can go into deeper detail and come up with some solutions. And there's a couple of mantras that I've got in mind that I think would work well for you and help you to get through this period of time. Because it's not going to be easy with Saturn square your sun. Come on. And the North Node square your sun. I wouldn't expect it and you shouldn't expect it either. It's not an easy time. It's, you know, it's learning. You're learning things now. And you're learning about you and your life and what's important and what's not important and, and who is your, your partner that you can trust and who isn't and putting yourself first and, you know, finding a way to have a, a stable home life and to have a, a, a good career or at least something that you can point to for um, the say you did it. So these are the issues that I think are, are vital for you right now. And I hope that um, you're able to get through and um, take care of these issues. So I know a lot of you guys did not know that I was going to, um, uh, you know, that I was going to be posting here at the uh, page instead of the group. And so I don't know how many of you guys are even, uh, even aware that I'm posting at the page and not the group. But I wanted to do this because I wanted to make sure that I at least got through gave at least that reading, uh, told you where the planets are in the night sky, and uh, at least provided some value to the members of Astrology A Look Inside and all of those who follow us uh, at Astrology A Look Inside. And um, I'm going to be working on uh, things that I can do at the group, but just know that while the group is uh, private, I think, I'm having trouble getting my, uh, my post uh, there. So just be aware of that, you guys. Hello, Anita Annette. I just saw someone found me here on the page. I love it when you guys find me. That's beautiful. And you know, I just wondered about something. Hold on one second. Let me just see something here. I love it when I the people find where I'm at. Okay. And I just wondered if I have Anita here. I don't know if I do. Anita, we have to. Oh, I do. Anita, I saw your little face. I saw your little name there. So I was just like, let me look at her chart and see what's going on. 
And you know, it's funny, whenever I, I look at the charts and I always try to see if there's any correlations or things that are going on and I tell you something, there's a correlation. So let me go ahead. And Anita, guess what? You're up next on the horoscope chart is right. And I was lit. I saw your I saw you and I thought, let me just see if there's a correlation. And oh my gosh, Anita, it is. I'm gonna show show you right now what it is. Okay. So I just saw Anita Lynette's uh out there and she just said hi lady and I thought let me look at her see if I have her chart and I went to see if I had her chart and I do and when I went to look to see if there was any kind of correlation or anything to the last chart I did I was surprised to find that there was and do you want to know what that is it's the ascendant in the second house there it is again now I just told Corey to be cautious of other people, you know, looking at him like he's Mr. Money. I don't know if this is the same for you because you've got your Jupiter in that second house right there. Uh, I think his was in the third. But I think all you too might want to be cautious if someone tries to roll you for your money. But I don't think that's your situation. I think you're going to get money. <laughs> I think you've got money coming, Anita. You got Jupiter in your second house by transit right here. And how close is that? I think it might have just got over your ascendant. Let's see. 15 degrees. And Jupiter's at what? Ah, oh, it's got, oh my gosh, it's right on it. Yeah, there we go. Jupiter's at 17 degrees. It just came over that ascendant just now, like within the last couple of weeks, because it just went direct. I think you've got money uh, coming. I don't know if you've worked on a plan and um, you've, I can see that you might have worked on a plan, Anita. You've got your Saturn sitting right on your midheaven. Girl, you about the money, ain't you? You about to make you some money. And if you've had a, a life that's been hard and you haven't had it together and, and you've been like, when is it my time, Lord? When is it my time? Girl, it's about to be your time with Pallas Athena sitting up on your midheaven like that. Lord, go, girl, go. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to give you a insider's tip. First of all, organization is everything for you. Organization girl. Mm, mm, mm. This is particularly true because you've got your, um, well, it's out of now. It's actually in one degree of Libra. Good. Because you had your midheaven in Virgo. So organization would have been extremely important to you, but you still have Saturn and Pluto transiting the third house of communication. And you have your son there by birth. And you've got Gemini, which is the natural ruler of the third in the eighth house of money. This tells me you must be organizing your communication and, you know, plan it, plot it, organize it, prepare it. Preparation. Preparation. The ruler of the third on the midheaven. Preparation for that money and the money will come. Anyway, I just had to tell you for some reason I was drawn to tell you this. And I would love to do a full horoscope uh, reading with you because it is that time. And here's someone calling me at the last minute. Well, I guess this is going to be the end of my show. That's that young boy, Corey, I was talking about. Look at that. Anyway, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and end uh, the show now because I've got a call coming in. I just want to wish everyone much love, much light, many blessings. And uh, if you haven't, 
stop by astrologyalookinside.com. Be sure that you get your uh, reading there at astrologyalookinside.com. Just go to our shop or you can go to our order page and there's going, there's a lot of different ways you can order from us. So just stay in the know. If you're not a member of our group, you can join our group at facebook.com slash groups slash astrology, a look inside and be sure to join us on YouTube where I am providing the monthly horoscopes for all 12 signs. And you can find us there at youtube.com slash astrology, a look inside. Well, everyone, it has been my pleasure. I am so uh, happy that I had a chance to do this with everyone. I'm going to go ahead and save Anita's chart to the horoscope bolt of activity. And we're going to go on out in style with, of course, my little theme song, which I always play. Much love to everyone and have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs>